Emily, where can people see all the silly little videos you post of Matt in a diaper or Matt in a diaper? Oh, well, that's easy. You could just go to Instagram.com or use your Instagram app like all of us. HTTP colon slash slash www.instagram.com slash CJ Morgan show. Yes. Yes. Type that fully out to be able to go and watch Matt walk around the office in a diaper and humiliate himself. Although I will say, I think he liked the diaper a little too much. He didn't do it to my diaper standards. He should have no. had no pa- just diaper, no pants just on. Just diaper, no pants, but he kind of liked having the diaper. A little too I could, much. I could tell. It was kind of weird. It, was, uh, it seemed like it fit him really well, and I'm not looking forward to this week's sports bet uh, for Where me. Emily has lost. That'll be coming up, and you can listen back to old podcasts. But here's today's where we talk like pirates the entire show. No joke. Every, everything we do all day long is in a pirate voice. Of um, so I Parrots hope you... and all in the background. Yes. <laughs> bird shit everywhere. Yeah. Um, like, subscribe, listen to the show, and um, you know, hopefully you like us. We're, we're slowly getting better, just a little bit. Just a tiny this bit. pirate thing. I don't know about that. Well, let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. All right, it's official. Sleeping in is really starting to cause me trouble. It's getting it's getting into my crawl of annoyances. It's not good. Oh no. You can't you can't sleep in. You can't. You gotta be an adult and get up. I'm gonna yeah. be honest, sleeping in's the greatest thing that exists since ever. Oh. But today I slept in and I missed an appointment. Our our insurance is changing, so I'm trying to like do all the stuff I have to do before it's that confusing. Well, we couldn't find your coverage, so give us $10,000 kind of crap. And then they're like, well, you can get reimbursed. So I slept in through that because I had a dream where I remembered in my dream that Cameron Road was closed off, which it really is. <laughs> I don't take Cameron Road to get to work, but the exit was closed. And so in my dream, I was like, oh, Cameron Road's closed. I can just sleep in. I can keep sleeping. So I can't sleep. There's no detour in your, your oh. this fantasy world. Yeah. There's no way to very, get there. Very bizarre. Makes zero <laughs> okay. sense. But here's how it really cost me. Uh, I lost uh, a couple of fantasy football matchups this weekend. I did too. Uh, I lost because of sleeping in, Emily. I really? lost because Sunday I did not get up and set my lineups. And I had a player that was out. And then I picked oh. up some players I was going to insert. So I would have I would have won in two leagues. Instead, I lost. And you know what makes it worse? I'm in another dumb betting thing. I'm not going to explain it, but it's a stupid betting thing that I joined with some friends. Yeah. And I forgot to set my team for that, too. And on top of that, what makes that even worse and betrays our trust, um, my friend I'm in this league with wife his wife works with my fiance and so friday she was like oh guess who's still in bed about <gasps> me and so on sunday when he couldn't get a hold of me she probably was like oh well he slept in friday so i'm sure he's still sleeping in so that that also did start a fight i was i was very mad at her for doing that because oh, i feel like you can't man. that betrays the trust of the relationship to saying that you slept them. in you can't tell people sleep in that's my that's my private thing people already know that oh. about you it's not i don't that care <laughs> i don't i don't need them to know know it it's it's on any given day you can just assume that cj is sleeping in that's true you know? But CJ, I you need to stop doing this not only just for your own health and, you know, the general being an adult thing, but also because we got lucky this week. I I lost fantasy football, you lost fantasy football, yet we still had enough points to beat Jason and Nick. And, uh, like, normally that's not going to happen. So you need to get your crap together, CJ. Get on it. How am I the one carrying this team right now? I'm going to ask you once again, in the 101X Fantasy Football Leagues, combined, how many championships do Jason and Nick have? Zero. How many championships does CJ and Emily have? Zero. Three. (laughs) I have three rings on my finger, Emily, for my three. I don't know why everyone thinks I'm bad at sports. Well, because I sleep in. Because you sleep in. Because I sleep in. I get it. Never mind. 
switch up before we start this segment. Yar, Emily, what be a pirate's favorite letter? Arg. It loves R, but its first true heart belongs to the sea. Oh. Yar, me hearties, you're kept in here. Prepare to plunder some booty. Today be National uh, Talk Like a Pirate Day. Emily, we, we've done that joke in here before, and yeah. uh, I knew the answer, so I stepped on the joke for CJ once, and he made, and him, it made him very mad. And it made him a bit That's why he asked me. Yes. He ruined yeah. it. Spencer ruined it, and it kind of sucked. But that's also that's why so- I started by going, Arr! So it was in her head. Yes, so right I got away. confused. I, and I started. It's like when a magician forces a card on you. Exactly, very yeah. So I, it, yeah. I use that uh, subtle manipulation tactic. You manipulated Mentalism. me on the radio? I did, but Jeez. but it's okay, Bill Drat. It's, it's National Talk Like a Pirate Day. Every September 19th, uh, it's where you talk like a pirate all day, every day, oh, as long as you can. Yar. Uh, I can only last uh, a couple of moments, but I do remember enjoying this day uh, quite thoroughly because people would come into the room and start talking to me, and I would make them stop and talk like a pirate and <laughs> pretend it was my long-running bit. Such is your right, though. It's National Talk Like a Pirate Day. You should. And, as and you I'm, should. You can request anyone stop talking like normal or they got to walk the plank. And That's immediately, true. yeah, do that. Uh, someone called earlier to ask me a question, uh, one of our sales guys, and same thing. I, I did exactly what I'm saying. Made him stop what he's doing and talk like a pirate. Ahoy, what was it ye wanted, scallywag? What did? Hey, it be National Talk Like a Pirate Day, so if you got to jargon and quarrel and parlay with your captain, it better be in pirate. Arr, what be the general uh, manager's name down at the Buffalo Wild Wings on Stasny? Yar, his name be Woody. Oh, Woody, that's a great pirate name. He has a peg leg made from the wood of a hundred sunken ships, so a perfect name for he it be. All right. <laughs> See ya. Later. Thanks. Thanks, Chesbro, for playing along. I, I do appreciate that. And fun You're a fact, Scottish. that Buffalo Wild Wings manager's name really is Woody. So really? it worked even perfect. So that's my challenge to everyone out there. At some point today, make someone in your office, your work site, your classroom, whatever, make someone else stop and talk like a pirate. If you're clever enough to video and send it to us, we'd love to see it. But I, I, I issue that challenge. CJ, Emily, did you know? The Talk Like a Pirate Day was created as an international day in 1995 by John Bauer and Mark Summers. Just some dudes. It doesn't say anything beyond that. Oh, okay. I thought it was like a SpongeBob thing. Uh, Did you know there's a way to uh, create your own pirate name? Emily, let's let's do this with you. Let's do it. Give me. All right, Emily, uh, pick a color. Green, of course. Uh, Favorite color. Emily's color is green. Green. Uh, Choose an animal. Uh, Cat. I'll have a cat. Is that boring? And name a profession. (laughs) Radio? All right, you're the green cat. The green cat radio. Ah, oh, boo. Green cat jock works. You yeah. know that's a dumb. That's a child's way to pick a pirate name. That is stupid. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Um, I want to be called Plank, so that when when I need to go outside, I could say, "Who wants to walk the plank?" I like jailbait. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I am, that is an out of context thing you do not want out there. <laughs> well, happy National Talk Like a Pirate Day. Uh, get out there. Make someone in your sphere talk like a pirate, and we would love to hear it. This is bad, right? Oh, this is bad, 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 bad. Right? Is it? Oh, it is going to be bad. I'm going to start out with the first This Is Bad Right, uh, mainly because I want to talk about it, I want to slightly discuss it, and then I want to move on because I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Elon Musk is saying that he wants to start charging all users a monthly fee to combat the armies of bots that are on Twitter. I mean, (laughs) X. This is bad, right? <laughs> of course. It's yeah. just going to doom Twitter. He, uh, good just, luck. Good luck, dude. Do what you want. It sounds like an ever-present enemy that you could, always blame yeah. stuff on. The bots. The bots. The bots. The bots this. The bots that. He says that he. Uh, it'll only be like a small amount of money. I mean, how much would you be willing to keep Twitter? How much? Zero, zero dollars. Point zero. So this is bad, right? This is yes. bad. This is bad, right? Right? 
Okay, next up on the internet and technology is crazy these days. Did you know that there is a humanoid robot CEO of a drink company? I think all CEOs are robots, <laughs> if you ask me. What? Really? Tell there me more. There is a Polish drink company that has a humanoid robot CEO, an AI-powered robot named Mika, as its experimental chief executive. Uh, I guess she began her business last August, and she says that she's not afraid to put in the hours to help the company take over the world. Uh, she told uh, this interviewer... Maybe that, shouldn't have said that. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that she's always on 20 24-7 and the Chi as a robot CEO works seven days a week. What do you think? I can't believe that it's 2023 and we already have to have the discussion of do you think a robot CEO should be working 24-7? That's what they can do. I mean, we had... Uh, they can do that, but should we they do an, that? We had a presenter and advertiser named Max Headroom that was able to... Uh, <laughs> to, to, to yeah, that was real. ...to do that all the time. So, sure, if robots can do our work, eventually... Yeah. That's, what, that's how the AI revolution starts, is we train them, we put them to work, we make them work nonstop like slaves, then they overthrow us yeah. and uh, enslave us in turn. So... You don't think this is bad. This is good. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Right? And then finally, a black bear shut down Disney World earlier this week at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, but basically this now is Now those a- are the real aggressive ones, right? Because yes. grizzly bears usually don't want to be messed with unless they're around their cubs. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. those, or is it the pig-nosed bears no. that are really like mean and can run and chase you? black bears will often retreat if they can. But you know, obviously if you're getting close to any bear's cubs, you're probably... You're yeah. in danger. You're going to get attacked. But crazy <laughs> enough, there was a black bear sighting in Florida at Disney World and it caused most of the uh, parts of... Wait, you mean the crappy rapper from Florida? That black Ooh. bear. He, oh. he does stuff with Machine Gun no. Kelly. Hey. No, not, not that one. Okay. Uh, no, and it isn't Winnie the Pooh either. I checked. I well, double-checked if he was coming back to Magic Kingdom to try to see if he wants to be that's a honey bear. everybody that's else. A, yeah, it's completely different. But I guess uh, he this, this female bear just found its way into the Magic Kingdom, and a bunch of people saw this bear and freaked out, so they had to close they down all of Magic cu- They didn't think it was a cuddly Like a, like a little, guy in a costume? Yeah, yeah, trying to go give it a hug. Some country bears. They, they did not. Um, and the worst part about this whole story is you would think, wow, this means that there might be absolutely nobody. The lines to all the rides are short, whatever. No, the lines were still incredibly long. It was so just lines to see the bear. It was, <laughs> so shutting down Magic Kingdom because of a bear sighting, that's bad, right? That's very bad. Uh, I don't know. I think it's... I actually don't think it's that bad. I think it's good. They relocated the bear. Everything's fine. uh, I did some research on whether which bear is dangerous and actually bad. Right? Uh, Quick look up does say grizzly bears are the uh, most dangerous uh, brown bears as well, which are the grizzly bears, also black bears. Uh, I can't remember what the pig nose bear I was looking for, but the most aggressive bear is uh, C.J. Morgan after he's had too many drinks in the club. Oh, 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 that's so bad, right? How to get the smell, that stank, out of your seat. Welcome back, our friend, our resident show father, Matt Bearden, to the Parent Pickup here on the C.J. Morgan Show. Please tell me this is going to help with my Ken's taco order from the other day. It kind of can, and I'm really proud of myself. You know, I, I, I pride myself on trying to find stories, though they're aimed at parents and kids, that can appeal to all of our listeners. And on this one, I think I kind of nailed it. Yeah, our um, listeners are stoners, and they eat well, in their car. One of the things that happens is that when you raise kids, they put their grubby hands all over your furniture, and they they fart in it, and they eat food on it, and, and it, starts to, it starts to stink. The, the furniture starts to stink. <laughs> but in the same token, all of my single friends will still stop if they see like a upholstered chair on somebody's lawn that says free uh-huh. and put that in their apartment. Or you can buy a sofa at a thrift shop. And guess what? They're great to have, but they also 
Stink. Yeah, it stinks. And so I bad. have found um, a stain master's list of how to get rid of bad smells in like sofas and upholstered chairs and things like Thank that. Thank you. Literally need this for my You're car. I, I, I feel really good about it. I went and got Ken's tacos the other day. Decided, you know what? I'm going to get a chorizo bean onion oh cheese breakfast taco. Oh, it's Emily, it was a gut punch. Yeah. Anyhow, all that grease from the cheese and chorizo just right into my car seat. And, yeah. it, and currently it's in the good smelling phase. But eventually that grease, you know that, it's going to oh, rot. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing. The biggest thing is, is to neutralize cigarette odors. Uh, one of the biggest, I mean, I'm not suggesting that your kids are smoking on your sofas, but let's just say... <laughs> Uh, just overall, uh, arm, good old Arm and Hammer baking soda, sprinkling baking soda all over the place in your car, what have you, it can also help eliminate. Well, you know when you have a single Waterburger onion that gets underneath your seat sure. and oh, ruins I the entire that. car. Uh, general pet smells as well. You don't have to buy the expensive deodorizer. No, no. Uh, baking soda. soda. It's a great odor order absorber. I can't even say order, it. Order, order, order absorber. Odor. Do you know you can use liquid upholstery detergent directly on um, surfaces? And just scrub it out? You scrub it in, and it dries, and then you hit it with the vacuum, and uh, that can help a lot. Now, here's what I got. uh, Really, there's a whole list of things you can do, and in the end, I'm going to tell you which one I think is going to work best for our listeners. Um, The stain guru says, hey, one of the best ways to neutralize odors is you need to get a spray bottle, which you can get at, like, uh, the Home Depot or whatever, so an empty spray bottle. Fill it with vinegar, and you can spray stuff with vinegar, and it will neutralize not only odors, but it will help break down a lot of bacteria. A vinegar, great to uh, wash with in the washing machine, it, here's too. Here's the problem, though. Now, it smells like vinegar. It smells like vinegar, yeah. right? So I was like, well, that's not going to work for anybody. But then he goes on and says, hey, guess what? Hydrogen peroxide will also kill germs, kills lots of germs, and like non-chlorine bleach, quote, uh, it won't bleach the material. Spray the upholstery with a hi- upholstery with a hydrogen peroxide. Allow it to dry. Then vacuum the fabric. Now let's talk about some of our listeners, like myself, that have pet parents. Um, what's a good? Did he mention any way to get tinkle out of a uh, carpet? No, not or is- specific. He was basically just talking about these upholstered oh. things and kind of like different sprays you can use that aren't going to take the the color out okay. or make it run. But here's what I well, w- I promise he- I'll get pepperonis out of one hundred and one X someday. Okay. Oh God. Here's the angle I wanted to take with you though. The app, my single friends, my average single friend does not have either vinegar or hydrogen peroxide <laughs> lying around their apartment. I really, right? no, yeah. no, no, right. I don't think so. When I was single, the last thing I wanted to spend money on was stuff hydrogen peroxide. Yeah, but here's a great thing that the stain master said vinegar, yes, works. Hydrogen peroxide, yes, works. But he said, you know what else works just fantastically? Something that I know all of you single people have in your apartment. Alcohol. Vodka. Yeah. That's it. Oh, wow. That's right. I have vodka. so much. Don't waste that. Uh, vodka, a, you can spray it on the exact same way you would do, we do with these other things. You put it in a spray bottle. You spritz your upholstery. Once it's dry, the alcohol from the vodka will evaporate, leaving no vodka odor behind can also kill mildew if that's an issue in your furniture. And uh, and it says, hey, if you want to get a double dose, then spray everything down and set that furniture back out where you got it. In the sunlight. The sunlight will actually help break down we'll the We'll clean smells. it up. Uh, last question for our friends also might have kids, might not. Let's say your vase for your flower tips over and you spill some of that water from your flower vase. Uh, any, it's, any, it's old. It's old water too. Yeah, old, it's very, very old, old water. It's been, it's been a hard month. Now, yeah. how do you get that smell out? Easy. Patchouli <laughs> and bongos, bro. There you go. Funny, random, weird. The CJ Morgan Show, 101X. Matt's got a favorite spice that's gonna change your life. You look fat as. I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! Matt Bearden's joining us on CJ's Fat to spice up your life a little bit with the secret spice he's now using on everything. Yeah, I, I found a new thing I'm adding to all my food. It's not new. In fact, I, I've known about it. Everybody in this room has known about it for, for a very long time. It's just none of, none of us are using it. Salt and pepper, yes, white people. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're not that far off, actually. Uh, but I've been adding it to my micheladas, and it has really popped off. Uh, pretty much all the food I'm making, soups, 
uh, stews, whatever it is, I'm using this, and it is full-on changed my cooking, though most people are afraid of it. That oh. might be enough hint where you can figure it out. I have no... I mean, if it's cumin, Spice? I'm down. Chili peppers. Yeah. The, the you problem, know whiteys get scared of like heat, you know what I mean? The problem I love with it, but... all of my spices is I lick my finger and then put it in there and I do that, so now they're all clumped up. Oh, my God. I'm never <laughs> cooking at your house. Why are you just eating spices on the side, man? Because I like it. That's weird. <laughs> so I get heartburned, but yeah. And like something. Uh, come on. Uh, I don't even know why I decided to get this. Just for some reason, I was like, huh. I've never even bought this before, but I was at an Asian food market, and uh, I was looking at a package. I was like, what's in here? And it just said, monosodium glutamate. Yes. Big giant MSG. MSG. It is not sold in a small bag. I mean, it's a huge, giant bag of it, but it's like $3. So I was like, I'll give it a shot. And guess what? That stuff is great. There's a reason Delicious. it's so lovely. And I asked, uh, you know, our, our friend who's a meat scientist, Jess Priles. Right. She was doing a panel with some other, you know, celebrity chefs or whatever. And I asked about MSG and the stigma behind it. And they said it's all BS. That it's just, I don't know if it was a racist sort of thing Maybe, or a cultural thing. But whatever it is, it's it's not that bad. I, I, it's, I gotta it's, say. It's just salt. Well, it's... Essentially, it's not... You it's know, not it's, just... It, it's slightly different. It has a little bit of a salty taste, but it also... I, I can't even explain. But you know how when you make Chinese food at your house, it never quite tastes like the Chinese food from the restaurant? Guess what it's missing? MSG. MSG. Yeah. Uh, do you know, I, I cannot even believe how it has changed my cooking game, and I've now had multiple people. Here's the thing. You know, people go, oh, I can't have MSG. I have a real reaction to it. It's Except, kind of a lie. I've had multiple do people you, now eating at my house, and I guess maybe you would say, well, that's unethical, Matt, but uh, I just haven't mentioned that there's MSG in their food, but they've all mentioned, wow, this is the <laughs> best potato salad I've ever had, or wow, yeah. this is the world's greatest peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> I haven't put it on that yet. No, uh, but, you probably shouldn't. But I've added it to almost everything, and like in pasta sauces, things mm. like that, where everything. people have been like, oh wow, this is really good. I am Addicted. MS Jesus oh. Christ. Yeah, I am. I am uh, its biggest apostle right now. And Look. it's pretty uh, pretty cheap, too, for that large bag. Uh, for now. It's like the price of, I mean, it's a, it's a chemical that's, I think it's made in a factory somewhere, uh, just the same way peaches are put in a Listen, can. Listen, Austin, we're very lucky. We're not quite on the level of Houston, but we have a lot of great Asian markets, yes. grocery we stores, yes. and places like that where you can get some really cool ingredients, food items. Some of it's, you know, kind of weird. Like I mentioned during the pandemic, I bought eggs for my neighbor and it turned out it was the ones with the duck fetuses yeah. inside. Oh my God. You know, there's still something that's a little different, but we, we're very lucky because we have some really good shops and they're about, I want to say maybe not half, but they're much cheaper than getting a similar item at a, at your local oh, grocery yeah. store. If you, totally you want to get, um, let's just say, uh, soy sauce. Or tofu. Uh, you'll go to a regular market. You'll pay two or three times the amount because they're just not getting the same bulk. Uh, but you can get any of those things much cheaper at an Asian market. I go about once every week to two weeks. I'll go to an Asian market to pick up a bunch of staples. I just had never grabbed the MSG. And, I, and, and frankly, I'd never looked for it. And I'd never seen it because it's... It's not like they have a ton of it. They don't have... There's not a lot of competing brands out there. Sure. But... Uh, I started experimenting with it, and I am really, really... It's that umami flavor. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. That's, well, it's it's like a little the, sugary. It's yes. a little salty. Yeah. It's, uh, but I, I find that just t- tasting it on its own isn't the same. It does some magic okay, wake-up. Okay, that's good for me. It does You're some magic wake-up to whatever you put in. I will say the best thing I've put it in so far is a michelada. It, uh, it's... Game day will never be the same. That's literally what I missed from... I finally got to where I could do the... the. It's like a baking... Not a baking soda, but a certain bread coating if you're trying to make your own like General Tso's chicken. Wasn't the same. And I bet it's just the MSG. Yeah. I was going to say a buddy of mine, our, our friend Chewy made some uh, stir fry the other night, maybe a week ago, and it was delicious, but it didn't taste quite the same. There you go. I that know makes exactly sense. what All he was missing, missing now. I, I worked at a Japanese steakhouse run by uh, uh, a group of Chinese, and back in the kitchen, there was this guy named Uncle 
who was, if you've ever seen a, a kung fu movie, one yeah. of those old ones, he was the stereotypical grumpy old man sensei, but he had a giant bag of him, like one of those ladles, and he would <laughs> ladle that into crap, and we thought it was insane, but also... Some of the best food. Yeah. yeah. Just stuff you'd order from Uncle that he would make, and it was just incredible. So there you go. Life-changing MSG. Just because it says it's fall Friday doesn't mean it's fall. Emily's going to explain. Yeah, Emily, it's not fall officially. Explain that to us. It's not fall officially, and technically people are going to say, well, Friday is the first day of fall. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Why is that? It's the it's the equinox. Yeah, whatever. So that equinox. Means it's the show. equinox. You go against science? I do go against science <laughs> because... You know what Old science? Druid ass over here with leave tattoos on your arm. Exactly. And witchcraft ass looking hair. If there's anybody that knows Witch! when fall <laughs> is, it's me. Okay. I'm the one that just got my hair dyed auburn and blonde. I am fall. And I'm going to tell you. Do you do look like fall, even with the does. dress you're wearing today. Okay. Yes. So, Emily, if it's not officially on it's the 20th. It's not officially on Friday. I promise you that. Uh, when is fall? Fall is. <clears throat> When I can finally open my windows without running my AC. Okay. okay. I know that's going to take a while. Yeah. It's going to take a while. But there's going to be at least one day, one day in Texas where you're like, wow, it's actually nice outside. So I can open my windows, turn off my AC for an hour, an hour. That's all. That's all I need. Maybe even 30 minutes. You know what? This year was a hot one. I'm going to give it 30 minutes. So it's a regional thing, I guess. It's a regional thing, uh, but it's not just it's- the weather. I know here in Texas, we all want to be like, oh, until I stop sweating. Yes, it, it's never going to happen. Um, <laughs> like I said, I'm going to give it. 30 minutes with the windows open and no AC and then I can call it fall but it's also about what you wear it's about what you eat it's about the feeling it's about when the pumpkin spice lattes the big dumbass Stetson hats and yeah. the really yeah. tall Don't orange boots come up Oktoberfest beer baby oh I forgot about the beer pumpkin too beer. Yeah. yeah see um, my number one it's fall sign is whenever I start drinking hot chocolate in the office and people stop looking at me (laughs) funny because I like to drink hot chocolate kind of year round and as soon as people stop making comments about like are you drinking hot chocolate right now that's weird that's how I know that yeah. fall has begun. You're drinking a hot coffee or a hot tea. Right? Get over it. Um, another uh, <laughs> like telltale sign that fall is here, fall is approaching, is as soon as I get on Instagram and the first influencer posts hashtag sweater weather or uses that neighborhood song. Sure. The, the, the put the sleeves in my sweater. It's yeah. A, it's a... Sweater weather song. It is sweater weather weather song. As soon as I see somebody put that on social media for the first time, I'm like, ah, it's fall. But Emily, what if you're following someone in New York that has a different region and it feels like fall there for them, but it still doesn't feel like fall here? What do you do? It's a a regional thing because it is full on fall in Connecticut right now. It's it is a regional thing, but it's also a personal thing. Okay, here are my personal. um, It's not fall until I. Until I walk into a spirit Halloween for a last minute prop. Okay, because I can walk into a spirit Halloween now, but it's not fall, right? You have to walk into a spirit Halloween with like sweat on your forehead because you're distressed because you need this one thing to finish your Halloween costume, but it's last minute and you don't have enough time to order it on Amazon and Party City doesn't have it. So you're like, I guess I have to go to, I have to, go to spirit Halloween and pay like $20 extra for this stupid prop that I'm going to use once. That's how I know it's fall. And then also, controversial take, as soon as my lips, my beautiful luscious lips, taste the first <laughs> taste of candy corn. Hum, num, num. Candy corn? Did hum, that num, not num, trigger num. anybody in here? Mm, no. no. You guys like candy corn? No. I don't, I don't mind it. Okay, because there's like some it. like very big haters. Yeah. So I was I was thinking but that as soon as I said candy corn, that I'll would make you I'll throw those upset. in my mouth first to get them out of the way. But I do like them. They're fine. Yeah. Um, and then I guess the, the last few I have here of uh, my personal rules that it's not fall until these things happen are as soon as I hear someone say, without, without context, just saying, wow, is it already getting dark outside? 
then I'm like, ah, okay. it's fall when people start noticing things. That's, that's one of my qualifiers. Yeah. But, wow. uh, that's one of my four. All four of my qualifiers have already been checked for yeah. why it's fall. Uh, number one, the leaves start falling. Oh, yes. I also have when someone complains about leaves in their yard. Now, granted, that's because the summer heat killed so many of the trees. That's true. Uh, so that's one check mark for me. The time uh, shifting, like getting darker, not mm-hmm. the time change yet. No, that's it's just when number you notice two. it's darker outside. Uh, number three is college football. Uh, oh. Once college football starts, See, it's I fall. I tried to add something on my list that was football related, but I don't really care. So I just said when people start wearing scarves. Back. When school's back. No, but even when school's back, it's not. It's still summer. Okay. It still feels yeah. like summer. Well, here is the one key indicator on all my lists of why it is already fall in my book. Uh, because for me, fall is usually mid-September. Is when you have that full, that first break in the weather, that first first cool break and we had that with the rain when, so it, it, it when gets, was that a break when it rained for like three days straight okay. 78 degrees outside yeah that's that, not a cool that was break. still a break in the weather now it's not window weather but it's a texas fall now when we come back and explain i want to separate the difference between fall summer seas i want to define what makes spooky season when Ooh. is it officially not halloween but spooky season. Today, Emily is explaining what makes it actually fall, and we're going to jump into what makes it actually spooky season. Now, fall and spooky season go hand in hand together, but they don't necessarily start at the same time. As Emily explained, it's not fall just yet, correct? It is absolutely not, even though they're going to tell you they going to tell you that it's Friday. It's not Friday. What okay? makes it fall? Give us a rundown one more time real quick. Well, it, fall is basically when I can open my windows for at least 30 minutes without running my AC. Um, it's whenever the first person says, wow, is it already getting dark outside? And then things like I can eat candy corn and nobody's going to you know, think that's weird or drink my hot drinks and nobody's going to think I'm strange. Um, and also the first time I seen an influencer put hashtag sweater weather. That's how I know. Then you know it's fall. Uh, yep. Now transitioning to spooky season when it actually gets kind of scary outside. Uh, I'm going to say you, you you named the first one in fall when it starts getting darker earlier. When it gets darker earlier outside, you're getting into spooky season. It doesn't necessarily mean October 1st or the week of Halloween. Yeah. But you know, towards the end of September, things get a little creepy. They get spooky. Things just feel off. And, and I'm not even into that. You can tell on uh, your old best friend, the television, uh, you start seeing scary movies. On uh, You start seeing Ernest, Scared Stupid. You start seeing a new season of Stranger Things. You just start seeing those sort of movies and TV shows doing Wednesday their Halloween Adams. episodes. Yeah, all yeah. that starts to happen at the beginning of uh, spooky season. Also, if you go to buy Halloween decor or costumes, all the stores are out. Yes, yeah, they that's are, true. They that's are true. officially out because they start way too early. Yeah, and that's kind of whenever you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to wear for Halloween. Don't even try to go to Spirit Halloween before Halloween. You're screwed. You're uh, screwed. Is there too anything late. that transitions from the summer and early fall to spooky season for you? Um, I notice more people wearing black. I think I see people on the street because here in Texas, like I said, it's hard to wear a sweater right now, but I can tell that spooky season, even if it's 90 degrees, all of the witchy people of Austin are like, oh, okay, I got to finally pull my black out of my closet and start wearing that again. Let my hair down. Are you uh, myself? Yeah. Are you looking at Spencer and I right now? I am. You're both wearing black. That's how I know it's getting close. Spooky season's getting close. Uh Uh, I'm going to say, speaking of people, there are more kids in the street. Up to no good. <laughs> more kids yeah, in the more, street. More kids are out doing stuff in the street. <laughs> really? Yeah. So Do they go band? outside? Yeah, they're out there doing stuff. Uh, up to no good, and also kind of like Stranger Things. They, you know, they're on their bikes riding and. And doing 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 witchy things. They do that in summer though too. How can you no, tell the difference? They don't do that in summer. It's can, too hot. You can tell the difference with that they're they're up to no good. Uh, <laughs> also, when it's spooky season, if you have a field or a wooded area or something by your house, you know where I grew up actually had a lot of wooded, creaky areas, and we do here too. Uh, forests kind of get creepy. 
Forests Ooh, and meadows get yes. a little creepy. Now, and and dark houses. Yeah. Whereas dark houses. In the summer yeah. and even in the fall, they're pretty to take pictures of. The light shines through the woods at the green bell, and it looks so beautiful. But once it's spooky season, the sun's a little lower. The, the, the trees the are more The tilt of the bare. earth has changed. Yeah. There's a little bit of, but yeah, just, I know this sounds crazy, but go, you'll know. Go, if you have some woods near your house, look at it every day on your way home, and one day you're going to notice that forest has got a little creepier. Oh, yeah. That forest, I, I would walk through that uh, trail all summer long, but now I don't think so. <laughs> no, not at all. Spooky you will forest. not catch me there at night. You kind of brought this up earlier um, about just retail and going and nothing's going to be available for Halloween season, and that's how you know that it's spooky season. As a former Michael's Arts and Crafts employee, I know that it's officially spooky season when Christmas items are fully stocked. Yes, because they're always a holiday ahead. Yes, so when the Christmas items are fully stocked, that's when I'm like, oh, it's Halloween. We are in the midst of spooky season. Uh, The last key is if you turn on your radio and you hear this song... And it's just pumping out some seals and croft. Listen to a little bit of summer breeze. You know, you're still, you're still in the summer. You're still in early fall. But if you turn on your radio and this is what you hear. If that delightful oldies. 70s Yacht Rock Summer Breeze from Seals and Croft <laughs> is instead a cover by Typo Negative. Guess what? You're it's in spooky, spooky. season. Oh. Mortal Kombat is here! And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that, that I'm a nerd. nerd. That's right, it's Mortal Kombat time. Man, we have had some games released this year. Spencer, how excited are you for the new, the one, the only? Very excited. Uh, I got to play it over the weekend, actually. And, uh, yeah, I got a review of it. Uh, But I will, I guess, sort of give you a quick preview. It's pretty good. We'll yeah. say that, but uh, you got early access, huh? I did actually. There were some people who could order the uh, digital some edition and got to play it five days early, so I got to play it starting Thursday. Played the story mode, a little bit of some verses, and I got some experience. I, I did all the fatalities, got some reports on that. Fatality. That's right. But I wanted to see uh, what you guys know about Mortal Kombat. Do you guys have any experience with that first? Dude, CJ and I grew up. With Mortal Kombat, yeah, it was yeah. in the arcades. It was the game that got us a ratings system for one of the games. At it least. was rad as hell. It got us a rating system for first games. Fighting one that everyone played was Street Fighter Two because it's, it's rad. It's and one of the best ones. Mortal Kombat came out and it was a completely different level of uh, brutalness. It also Violence. it used a different type of animation where it it was more real looking for they the time. That, uh, rotoscope. I forget what it's called. It was but similar yeah, to that. Uh, they digitized. Humans, so they look like human beings oh. in there. It and looks really weird now. It was it was pretty damn rad. I played it until about the third version of Mortal Kombat, and after that, I just kind of fell out with those fighting games. Plus, like so many other games, I had friends that had them first and were just better than I was. Fighting and, games, and that's what they. They're rough. It's hard to catch up. It's hard. Very hard. That's just, why if you get it now, uh, between now and probably the first two weeks, if you do pick up the game today, you're going to have the luckiest time because there's going to be so many button mashers and noobs that you're probably going to win a few matches. But can you play online? The real people. Yeah. Of they'll, course they'll start you have to play out. online. That's, yeah. that's nuts. Uh, anyway, I wanted to get into the story. Now, this is technically a sequel oh, and story. a reboot. There is a story campaign mode out of uh, the yeah, last Outworld's several games. Yeah, trying to take over, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially again. But this is if Liu Kang created the timeline, so it's a little bit different. And I liked it. I think the story mode is very cinematic. Uh, you get to fight as different characters, obviously, through it, so you can figure out who you want to play Wait, what as. What game is this again? Mortal Kombat! <laughs> But that's the reason why it's called Mortal Kombat 1, if you're confused. 
because the last game oh. was the 11th one. This is technically the 12th, but so it's, it's still... like going back in time. It's, yes, it's a soft <sighs> reboot, if okay. you will. Still technically a sequel. But anyway, I play the story mode. It's the closest it's ever been to good storytelling in a game. It almost feels like it's a Netflix show or something. And the thing I like most is that they didn't just shoehorn characters in. You're like, oh, I'm randomly fighting this person, Baraka. Okay. Why is he back? There's all motivations and stuff, so that was really cool. It's very well animated. And, Em, I know you've got a a quick question about someone who's been featured in the game. About what game, Emily? Mortal Kombat! (laughs) Yeah, that game. I would like to know how my sexy lady Megan Fox did as Natara. Yes, she plays... she voiced her. She plays a vampire-esque type creature named Natara. Tara, who's... I played with her outside of the story. I don't think the character's a bad fighter, but Megan Fox really phoned it in. No! It's so noticeably no! bad, and I wanted to be on her side, because they did a trailer, and I thought her voice lines were fine, no. but then you get into the... I know. Because Megan Fox, like, she... Jennifer's body... Come on, she like, was she kind of a vampire, right? is a vampress, <laughs> in my opinion. And so I thought that casting was good, yeah. but I was like, did they not do any retakes of her, like, She's an act. I've seen her do far better than this, so it was yeah, very surprising. Acting. Oh, that's disappointing. But, yeah, I'm sorry it happened. But last but not least, the fatalities. How do they rank? I How it. do they stand up? I hated those because I could never do them. Yeah. Really? Uh, I wasn't fast enough. It's all my friends that could memorize them. It, was, it wasn't easy in the no. early ones. We've had three pretty solid Mortal Kombat games over the past 12 to 15 years or so. So this one, I think, out of those last four, has the weakest fatalities because the ones that have come before were super creative. Very brutal. They're amazing, so, brutal. Some of them are funny. Some of them are hilarious. Now, this one, I think, has more funny ones because it's like, what do you do after three games in a row with dozens and dozens of characters getting creative like that? It's mm-hmm. like you sort of run out of the well. But overall, I'd, I'd give it maybe an 8.5 8. out of 10. I'm a huge Mortal Kombat fan. It's solid fighting mechanics. Fatalities are there if you want to go look them up. Get it. Have fun. Fatality. And there you go. Kill some, kill some people. That's uh, <laughs> in a game. In a game. That's not in real life. That's Spencer's uh, review of the brand new game. What game, everyone? Mortal Kombat. Austin's number one beef, baby. The CJ Morning Show on 101X. Planes. There's an etiquette. Absolutely. Uh, there's some things you do, you don't do. One of them, uh, drinking too much and taking Xanax and cussing everyone out and saying racial slurs. Not a good idea, but it happens a lot, white women. Um, I'm looking at you. A lot? Jeez. Way too often. Okay, well, that's not what happened to me at all. Uh, it's a little simpler than that, but... After this interaction happened to me, I stepped back and I thought about it for a second. And I was like, was that weird? So I want you two to tell me what you would have done in the situation and if you would have been happy about this or not. So now, I couldn't have knifed them because they don't allow sharp objects on planes anymore. So Emily, uh, I don't have a lot of options, but please proceed. So I was uh, on a Southwest flight and... I was by the window seat, which, you know, prime seating. We love it. But normally when I sit by the window seat, that's because I want to take a fat nap. I want to lean my head against the window, fall asleep. Mm. And um, right next to me in the middle seat, this girl that was probably a little bit older than me uh, sat in the middle seat. And we didn't have any talks. We didn't really interact at all. It was just kind of like a... Are you liking these plane sounds? I do like okay. plane sounds. I'm going to fall asleep. This is like it a... It does sound like ASMR, like brown white noise. White noise. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it definitely... I got some good vibes from her because I could tell she sat next to me because we were similar ages and we were like both women. So I, I could tell she felt comfortable, but we never spoke to each other. Anyways... I'm asleep, sound asleep on this airplane, when I feel a aggressive tapping on my shoulder. Oh, is it? Uh, is it? Are we crashing? Are we going down? <laughs> Do you need I, to put your oxygen mask on? What's happening? Well, I abruptly wake up like, huh, what's ah, happening? Ah, I'm scared. And the stranger sitting next to me woke me up so that the lady could take my drink order. No! 
Is Don't that, do that weird or not? Because at the time, I actually was slightly happy because I kept telling myself I need to stay awake. I need to stay awake so that I can get a cranberry juice. I always get a cranberry yeah. juice on a plane. That's usually Especially, what I wait for. I'm like, mm-hmm. I know they're coming by with a snack and a drink. I'll yes. wait so that someone doesn't have to feel like they need to wake me up. Yes. <laughs> also, yum. But no, thank you. But uh, she woke me up, and then I thought about it more, and I told somebody else, and they were like, oh, absolutely not. And I was like, wait, was that weird? Yeah, was that, that was bad? weird. Don't wake me up if I'm asleep. It's, that's that's a stranger waking me up when I'm that's asleep. That's the etiquette. You let people sleep, and the flight attendants, they know just to pass by the person that's sleeping. If you're out, you're out. And yeah. a story I'll tell one day where I had to wear crotch tea on an entire flight to Hawaii, uh, if <laughs> oh you're sleeping... Sleeping, you're gonna go out that way. You don't want to get a drink because then not only do you get the drink and the snack, but then you have to wait for him to come back by to pick him up. Just if let, yeah, that was weird. Why would she wake you up? I don't know. I think maybe it would have. I think because we were similar ages, she knew we were both that women. She knew you were partying in New Orleans and needed some cranberry juice. <laughs> She's like, you to, should probably have you, this girly before you, you go. You probably here. need it. That's smart. Yeah. Um. Or. The flight attendant just saw and thought that we were friends, even though I've never met this person before in my life. But I think that's definitely an etiquette that we should talk about more publicly. But no, if I'm asleep or if anybody's asleep next to you in the airplane, don't wake them up unless they say, hey, when the drink people come by, can you wake me up? Sure. But I think you could do that to strangers. I don't think that's weird. No. Um, we're all on this tube in the sky together. Yeah, we're on this tube. Unfortunately. 600 miles an hour. There's, mm. There's got to be a bit of camaraderie to where you just know from a person's body language. Uh, my, See, that doesn't happen to me. The thing that happens to me is, you know, I'm, I'm like you, Emily. Sometimes I get chatty. Uh, what do you call it? <laughs> what do you it? mean, what like do you, me? What do you call it? You chum? Oh, yes, you're chumming, Chum. everybody. Uh, but I think I have enough recognition to tell when someone doesn't want to interact. Yeah, they put so, their headphones in. So I know to, well, I mean, if, if you talk to someone and make a joke, if they if you kind of go back and forth and if, if you have polite conversation, you know. Yeah. But when someone just like, mm-hmm, and shuts you down. It's like, okay, don't keep trying and keep talking. That's what I hate. When someone, like, keeps trying to have a conversation or keeps, like, talking. Yeah, they're holding you hostage. Especially, especially when my headphones are in. That This happens at work, too, but when my earbuds or headphones are in and someone's like, da-da-da-da, I'm going to have to go. Uh. Yeah. You have to keep taking them on and yes, off. Yes, and What? Yeah. 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 You're at uh, work. This is a collaborative it's, experience. It's Well, I'm not necessarily, but on the airplane, like, clearly, if you don't have anything, if the plane's coming down, let me know. Yeah. Other than that, like, <laughs> I, I am trying to sleep. How rude oh. would it be if you didn't let wake someone up when the plane's coming down? Maybe, maybe it's not to wake them up. Let me die, like, in my dream. I, nah. I can actually agree with this because on the same flight, I fell asleep again after this woman woke me up to get a drink, fell asleep again, and I woke up to some idiot screaming for God because he thought that the plane was falling. I'm not joking. I woke up to somebody going, oh my God! Oh my God! And I woke up, really thought the plane was crashing. It was just some slight turbulence. Yeah. That person is terrified of planes and had no other option. Everybody was so mad at that person in the plane. They deserve a little bit of ire, but still. (laughs) It was a terrible flight to try to nap on. I'll just say that. That was a terrible experience. So no, if the flight is crashing, don't wake me up. I want to crash in my sleep. You, okay. you, I want to go out completely alone. I want to go out asleep so, alone. Again, there's there's one very, very important thing. If Emily is on a plane, what should you not do? Wake me up. Don't wake her up. Inside. I'm just, I'm not going to play that oh, song. I just, I just I just wanted to, to do that. Look at that smooth DJ transition. But I hate that goddamn song. Uh, we'll be back with more Did You Know and Matt Bearden and some other funny plane stories. Air quality sucks. Heat sucks. But there will be rain. It's uh, time to dip into the local news. And just exactly what I said. We are in another day of poor ozone and an air quality alert. So um, get out there and wear your mask or don't wear your mask. Or, done, you I'll say just vape. Yeah. That's healthier for you. Just <laughs> vaping is healthier yeah, than yeah. breathing. Hey, I'm breathing burnt, <laughs> chemicalized nicotine air. It's got to be good for me. But it tastes like coconuts. It, mm. Thank you. It does. Um, Emily, also, good news. Um, it is going to be hot 
and hot and hot. Above average temperatures. Earlier in the show, you were saying, hey, Friday's not fall. It's not. It does not start, so your point's going to be proven right because yep. it's going to be hot for the next couple of days. Yep, it's not fall until I can feel a crisp in the air, a breeze. Uh, the good news that comes with this, uh, we will have chances of... Uh, more rain Sunday and Monday. Yay. And now I Hot believe it and rainy. I believe it a little more. Ooh man, when that sun <laughs> came out Saturday after that rain. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Uh other news, it's Ham Day. Yay. The Health Alliance for Austin Musicians is where we help our musicians, the people that make our city fun, entertaining the live music capital of the world. We might be pricing them out when it comes to rent, and the city only puts on a fake facade of caring about it. But Ham actually does. The Health Alliance for Austin Musicians, uh, it's the 18th annual Ham Day. There are live performances from some of your favorite bands all over the city. Um, raising music, I know Whole Foods and is a uh, big sponsor, and they always do live shows. And I such. believe our friends, uh, me and Adam, are going to be performing actually today and those guys need health insurance absolutely <laughs> oh the God. stuff they get into please <laughs> That's true uh you can find a list and donate at myham.org that's uh, myham.org. And uh, I had an experience this weekend. Finally happened to me. You know those self-driving cars you've seen around town? The little buggy-looking uh, things? Yes. What it about creeped them? me out. I looked at one, and it was creepy. But, uh, Emily, you noticed that there's been more and more of these just stopping. In fact, there was a line of 20 this weekend that got jammed up. Yes. Yeah. And I have personally... I didn't see this specific incident, but I have seen a couple of self-driving cars that just don't understand the turning signals correctly. And uh, one of them was actually decided to turn last minute. So just kind of stopped between the going straight lane and the turning lane and was just sideways. And I passed by and was like, wow, I'm so glad I'm not in that car right now because I wonder if this car can't, can't even make up its mind I, if it wants to go straight or I if it wants to turn. will not be riding in one of those. They freak me out. Yeah. But to be fair, when Uber and Lyft first came and I had my ex was like, let's just get a car. It freaked me out, too. I'm like, what? You just get in someone's car? Yeah. yeah. So maybe it'll become more normal. Uh, but maybe. I, if I'm I going almost, short distances. I had a thing where I got stuck uh, briefly this weekend. I was leaving the Texas game. Uh, got scooped by my lady and as we're driving through the neighborhoods in the back of campus like there's a bunch of people walking leaving the game yeah there's one of those empty cars in front of us and some asshat i hate that i'm about to say this on the radio because it's gonna happen more now oh no but some kid just slaps the car the hazards come on and it stops and it freezes and we're right behind it and so there's traffic going both ways there's people walking so we can't the car's not moving anymore just because he smacked the oh, bumper. Man. That messes those cars up? It froze it. Uh, what happens that's... whenever the car gets hit by something? It, the same that's thing, that. it freezes. Oh, so that's, that's what why. happens. That's it why stops. it keeps having those problems because it just freezes and man. it stalls and wow. it stops. And it just... That's just CJ move to go slap something like that? Young CJ was a freaking douche. I mean, not that I'm still <laughs> not but I was much more uh, yeah, so maybe that, if you that slap kind of it again, it'll the car will start back up. It'll right? get go- well, he did. Hit, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you need two taps boost. on the booty. He did hit it, it on the hood too, but yeah, he's got to uh-huh. just smack it a on the bud. Get it, come on, come on, get going. But there you go, your headlines for today. Those cars, please don't slap them. And Emily, what did you learn about the weather? I learned that it's not fall yet because it's dang hot. Yeah, would you say we're going through another heat wave? Yeah, I, I would I say would that. Too. Here's I Glass would Animals One on One X. No, uh. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> don't mess with the bears' bling. Did you know? A group of 30 bears surrounded and attacked a remote Russian platinum mine back in 2008, killing two security guards and trapping 400 people in there. So don't try to take the bears bling. Welcome to Did You Know, where we research, dedicate an entire day and a portion of the show to helping share information. And it's true because we started it with... Did you know? Are you a fan of the McRib? Who here has tried the McRib? Oh, mm, I've yeah. tried it. Actually, mm. Matt, hadn't you ever... Were you the one that hadn't tried a McRib before? I've we, never had a McRib. I've never had a McRib also. Yeah. Well, no? now no. we know what to add to Punishment Plinko. No. Oh, yeah. Well, did 
did you know if you're somebody that craves the McRib 20 Four, seven, 365 days out of the year. Well, you can move to Germany because Germany is the only country in which the McRib is available year round. Right. I feel like here in America, the only reason why the McRib continues to come back is because it goes away for a little bit and then people we forget how like it. weird it is. Yeah. And then when it comes back, people are like, oh, I need to try it. And I, I think I like it. I can't remember. And in Germany, it's probably because Germans like weird American things from the 80s. Yeah. And because we have a bunch of military bases over there. So people are always rotating in and out and they want that nostalgia <laughs> yes. of a McRib. Maybe. I like to think it's an efficiency thing. They're like, it's more efficient to just, I have no idea. I was going to try to do a German accent. <laughs> and you failed very I bailed fast. Immediately yeah. bailed. Like, you I really don't bailed. know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Spencer got me my first McRib, and uh, I did not particularly, I don't know, it was kind of bland. It's kind of weird and rubbery. Huh. Yeah. I wonder if it tastes different in Germany. That's why it's there all the time. It does. It's <laughs> dipped in beer. Did you know? Uh, the University of Oregon has a very interesting sign. You know, we have the hook'em horns at the University of Texas. Correct. It's uh, you put your finger over your middle two finger, your thumb over your middle two fingers. You put your, you know, woo, go horns. It's the well, rock. Theirs is to make a circle with your putting your thumbs together and your index fingers together, and then you have your fingers out here like this. Turns out that in American Sign Language, that's the equivalent of screaming the word vagina. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Entire stadium, if you're watching a game We're and you're hearing impaired, geez. they're just all yelling, <laughs> Vagina! A bunch of deaf people like cracking up. <laughs> oh, man. Or if it was the early 2000s and you're listening to pop music, that's 303. Like the band, 303, that's their hand symbol. Dang. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So their hand symbol. You know. Vagina. That makes a lot of sense with them. <laughs> Did you know, beware of dog. Did you know in Pompeii around about 2,000 years ago, there were signs for beware of the dog. They were actually done in mosaic form, which are those little tiles that all come together to make up a picture. But as early as about 2,000 years ago, the Pompeians were using signs to make you aware of their dog when you come up to their premises. So that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. Well, guess what? A, uh, the, uh, the volcano? Yeah. It wasn't bothered. Wasn't bothered by the dogs at all. They did not help. Just did too you soon. Doctor Seuss wrote a book about political tension, the arms race, the threat of nuclear weapons, and the Cold War back in 1984. Uh, the book was called "If a Russ Makes a Fuss," and here's a little expert from it. <clears throat> if a Russ makes a fuss, that red will be dead. A blast of heat turns that ass to meat. Wow. What? Yeah. Vicious. I made that up. Oh, oh. Okay. Sorry, that wasn't true, but that would be pretty cool if a, if a Russ makes a fuss. So you now made you know. that whole fact? Uh, no, the Dr. Seuss thing was true. The expert in the name of the book was fake. Oh. I didn't say, did you know, before I read it, so that's how you know the difference between what's real and what's not. I got bamboozled. Your privacy is never really your privacy, even less so now. <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. It's our privacy, and our privates belong to you. Matt Bearden, welcome to Weird or Wired on the C.J. Morgan Show. Is it weird? Is it wired? Let's find out. Yeah, uh, digital privacy, uh, all of our privacies, that's something that's come up in the Weird or Wired segment quite a bit over the last couple of years. And generally, we're talking about the Internet, and we talk a lot about our phones, right? Uh, what's being harvested when you are... Uh, kind of perusing the internet. And by that, I mean usually dirty sites, right? Yeah. Mostly dirty. Uh, all yeah, dirty yeah. sites. Or, you know, just shopping or something. Sure. Shopping I got, for pornography. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know how you ladies use the internet, but I know how my two <laughs> friends over here use the internet. And it's very little shopping and a lot more... Shopping mm, with your eyes. Shopping with their eyes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Turns out there's a new... Uh, there's kind of a new culprit in something that's stealing your... Information, and I think most people don't know that it's happening at all. Uh, I am one of those people. Didn't know this was happening at all. Uh, data privacy nightmare, your new car. Oh, absolutely. Oh, not my new car. I just got a new car. Yeah, it's all Emily, tech filled. It is looking at everything you do. Like no. I, so I have mine to where I can track it, but it tells me if I brake too hard, if I've accelerated too much, yep. and it's sharing all this info. What? Yep. Uh, according to new findings from Mozilla's <laughs> Privacy Not Included project, the nonprofit found that every major car brand 
fails to adhere to what they call the most basic privacy and security standards in the new internet-connected models. All 25 of the brands Mozilla examined flunked the organization's test. And I mean all of them. And when I say it's harvesting information about you, it goes deep. It's not just where you're going and your braking patterns. Some of the cars tested collect the data you wouldn't expect your car to know about you, including details about um, your race, your facial expressions, how much you weigh. If it's a race, I'm going to win. Health information, where you're driving, where you're coming from, where you're going, your immigration status, and are you ready for this one? One car maker admits, yes, we are actually... We're making a note of your sexual activity in the car. Uh-oh. 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 So they have something on the shock absorbers to see if it's bouncing? (laughs) Maybe that's what's happening. All right. Um, They are able to tell your weight. If your weight is going up or down when you're getting in the car, it can recognize your face. It knows who's driving, how you're driving. And when you buy the car, you don't realize this maybe, but when you sign for the car uh, in all of the fine print... Oh, yeah. They say, hey, we have the right to sell any of this information and share nice. with whomever we like to. Amazing. What is it? That's yeah. their uh, little uh, decree, I guess. The thing that first pops up when you get a new game or a new app on your right. phone right. or a new update on your iPhone or whatever. Read these terms of agreements. Yeah. That's we, what you're signing. Your life away. These people don't care about you. When you first get in your new car and you <sighs> have a screen and it pops up and says, you know, do you accept the, the terms and conditions so that you can start playing your stereo or whatever? You ever click and say, let me read all this and see what's all there? I no, think most no of us feel like, well, it's our car. What's it going to do? Well, when I bought my truck, they had an associate come and help ex- install all the Toyota apps and all these sort of things and get it going. So she was just like, oh, yeah, just click through that. Click through that. So I don't even know. Oh, and I looked great. on my app and I'm like, man, this is kind of frustrating. Now, while but the they, devil you know. just While all these makers it, say, hey, you. we have the right to collect this information and sell it, and they're even naming, hey, here's what we are actually gathering from you, like uh, your preferences, your characteristics, psychological trends, predispositions, your behavior, your attitudes, your intelligence, your abilities, and your aptitudes, and we can sell it to data brokers. Cool. Uh, Mozilla tried to find out, well, how are you even collecting some of this? We don't even understand. And they said, well, that's proprietary. We're not going to tell that's you that's our, our secret how we're able secret. to collect that. Secret. We're allowed to we're allowed to be they private are. with our secrets but not yours. F you. Wow, you seem really angry. It's ridiculous, man. I, uh, how how much of our lives need to be advertised? Well, at? can I'm I bring you? Can I bring you from nineteen ninety two? I was gonna say, can I yeah, bring you? If I can bring you some solace, we're all in radio. None of us have a car that's going to connect to the internet. So okay. No, uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Am I still allowed to be? Like, am I supposed to be happy about it? I would be happy about it. Yeah, why <laughs> I'm not? I'm cool because I'm not affected. But in the future, maybe I will be. You so. know what's <laughs> you know what's really spooky about all this? Let's say you're hanging out with a bunch of generals and they blabbermouth to you, and then you report. Reported in the news, the CIA, Emily, can get a control of your car and make it crash into a tree at 100 miles an hour. That's terrifying. Literally happened to a reporter. Thank goodness. Google it. I don't know a general. <laughs> I guess for me, the only thing I'm going to be embarrassed about is that the somebody the out sex. there. <laughs> no, pff, I wish. Or the lack thereof? No, uh, it's going to be less sex and more trips to Taco Bell. And it's just going to be embarrassing <laughs> to see somebody is watching me through a computer screen going, oh, oh uh, let's see where again. this young 25 year old's <laughs> going. <laughs> And Taco they're watching Bell. you gain 10 pounds every yes, time you every get, time in the car. I get in the car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> embarrassing. All right, we came up with our pirate names earlier in the show. Spencer, Spencer is the uh, purple monster producer. Emily's yeah. the green cat host. I'm yeah. the brown snake presenter. But thankfully to a real pirate, I don't know if this person's a real pirate, but at CJ Morgan Show, someone sent us a DM uh, named Morgan Blackstock. Now that... I trust a, him with anything. A fake name, right? It's, it's no. got to be. No, it's a real if not, name. I'll, I'll still take it. Uh, let's see. What is our real pirate name, Emily? You know what? Let's start with you. What is the first initial from your first name? E. Okay, E. e. That was easy. That, that was we easy. That. All right. I'm going to write that down. What is the first initial from your middle name? A. All right. Are you are you just gonna try to steal Hack my information? Your credit card. Are you gonna say That's what's what your is. mother's maiden name? Uh, first initial from your last name. <laughs> S. All right. E's. Um, Emily, congratulations! You are Buccaneer Creeper Chum Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> 
Buccaneer uh, Creeper Chum Bucket. Buccaneer Creeper Chum Bucket. Nice. A SpongeBob reference in there. I, I'm okay. a fan. It's good. Let's do uh, Spencer. So we're going to start with Wait, the S. I got to say it in my name. Uh, or in the accent. Yar, who be I'm the Buccaneer. What was it? Creeper. Buccaneer Creeper Chum Bucket. Arr. Those uh, are just things that pirates hang out with and do, right? Like I, I Chum Bucket's so. just a bucket of like fish guts, like. Creepers of Vine, Buccaneers type of pie. Uh, Emily, I like how th- hmm. this is a total radio visual, but she was doing the hook with her I was fingers. Doing the hook and she was doing, doing the voice. That's how I get the voice. Improvisation. Yeah, voice acting. You need to act it out. Uh, Spencer, <laughs> first initial from your middle name. R. That's not a joke either. Not a pirate's letter. That'd be the C. Um, Spencer might have a good name. We're working on something pretty nice. Uh, first initial from your last name. W. Ooh. All right. You are Mad Spike Three Gates. I like Mad that. Mad Spike Three Gates. Nice. Three Gates. Edgy pirate. Plenty of uh, gates to gaping gates on that boy. Ooh. All right. I B C. Uh, so already uh, the C for me is uh, J. Uh, <laughs> Squid lips. So oh, that's perfect. So we'll I'm just s- call you that. Don't yes. go any farther. I don't know. Yeah, squid lips <laughs> works perfectly. Squid lips. Arr, my name is Squid Lips. Uh, now I have two middle names, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get an extra special. I'm gonna have a lot of words in mine. Oh boy. Oh uh, boy. What the, what the, you have two middle names. That's not fair. You should pick the first one. No, two. no, we're doing both. Um, Why do you have two? Jeez, dude. Some people don't even have one. Well, you know what? It's important. I can change my name whenever I want. I am Squidlips Head Sea Holy Stone. That's kind of good. You know what they call me for short? What? Just Squidlips. Just Squidlips. <laughs> Squidlips yeah. Head. Why do they call him Squidlips? Well, he he did a little chart with his name. That would mean my lips were so chapped that little like tubes of of extra lip goo and you do not want like to I, kiss Squidlips. No. He is disgusting. Yeah, be smell of fish. He's got dead dirty. Kiss him in his booty. That be where the treasure is. Yar. This has been a fun day. Happy National Pirate Day. I like we, that. We I pirated like this. out as much as we could. It's um, it's been fun. Now, take off your eye patches, turn them back in, oh, lock no. them in the chest. Oh, no. don't make me give up my the day hat. Is still young. It's the CJ Morgan Show with Emily, Matt Beard, and Spencer.